0: Before we get started, I want to thank everybody who's been supporting the podcast and G-gir- we would like to ask you to continue supporting the podcast by going on iTunes and giving us five star ratings as well as leaving a comment of any sort. That's right. You can leave us whatever
1: comment you want. It doesn't matter as long as we get those five stars.
0: So go ahead, pause the podcast right now, steal somebody's iPhone, go on to iTunes, give us the five stars, press play. All right, let's get into this. Welcome to the Bad Asian Podcast, the world's most inconsistent podcast where we start off talking about Asian things and we slowly devolve into self indulgent thought exercises. I'm your host, David Nguyen. Join with me, as always, is Emron G. So, Emron, how is the air quality over in California right now?
1: Uh, it is the worst in the world right now. It is terrible. It has, it's actually worse than India and China
0: right now. Which makes sense, because the Bay Area is full of Asians and Indians. (laughs) So in order to make you guys all feel comfortable, the tech companies imported the (laughs) air pollution.
1: Be like, ah, this will will keep them inside.
0: (laughs) Right? (laughs) Next thing you know, there's going to be overcrowded apartments and trains (laughs) with people laying off the sides. (laughs)
1: There's gonna be like fifty people <laughs> riding on the top of BART. Yeah. <laughs> everybody here's already wearing face masks, so yeah, it does look like Korea right now. Looks like everybody just got a nose job.
0: Yeah, all the Asians are very comfortable. Everybody else is complaining.
1: I kinda like it and the fact that like people are finally covering their mouth when they cough. I can't stand that shit. It's kind of nice to see everybody like, oh, I don't have to see your dirty, dirty
0: mouth. Do you notice anybody taking it harder than another group of people? Or is everybody equally miserable?
1: Everybody's kind of scared. Like, Really? It's it's kind of hard to get masks.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Like, it's a legit thing. Like, if you look on Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, anything, it's kind of sold out. Not, but to,
0: not to flex, but my girlfriend had no problem getting his fashion mask this weekend.
1: Nice, it's got, you got on that New York time You got that East Coast <laughs> East Coast yeah. supply
0: Yeah, uh, we're like We're we're cursed with them There's like, oh, oh too many masks What do we do with them?
1: <laughs> I was kind of happy You can see like these uh, Hype beasts were in their supreme masks And you're like, ha ha, you're still gonna die uh,
0: But they're gonna die fly That's all that They're matters. gonna
1: die, yeah They're gonna die flexing <laughs>
0: Speaking of flexing Yeah so there is... Perfect segue, by the way, Emron. Very masterful if you did that on purpose. Uh, serendipitous just, if you did not.
1: You just you just could have rode the wave, man. You didn't have to acknowledge it at all. <laughs> Full disclosure
0: for the listeners of this podcast. They don't deserve any less. Uh, so there is this high school. I think it's in England. Yeah, Northwest England. So it's called the Woodchurch High School in Birkenhead. Yep. They have outlawed certain jackets made by Canada goose and Montclair uh, jackets that can cost upwards of 600 pounds, which is probably like 750 us. Yeah. I don't know. Roughly. It's a lot of money. Yeah. It's It's a a lot of money, especially for a jacket. It's a lot. And they're doing so because they don't want to make poor kids feel bad.
1: Yeah. They're essentially banning luxury coats to prevent quote unquote poverty shaming.
0: And as someone who grew up poor, I find this ban outrageous. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's the thing. I understand what they're doing. They want to eliminate bullying or at least minimize bullying as best you can.
1: Yeah, if everybody looks the same, then they can't pick on you for that. You can't tell who's rich and who's poor.
0: Right. But I feel like poverty shaming is important. So it forces you to get out of poverty. Right. If you normalize po- poverty, then everybody's just going to sit in squalor, and then the rich will continue to do rich people shit agreed the poor agreed, hopefully, the people who get out of the poverty remember what it was like to be poor and then make things better. they're not going to, but that you, is you gotta whole- give
1: you gotta give serfs something to aim for <laughs>
0: right <laughs> you have to provide incentive you can't take away the carrot okay so this Let's talk about safe spaces. Okay. Schools are notorious for having safe spaces. Everybody needs kind of somewhere where they can feel comfortable. Uh, Maybe the rich deserve a safe space in schools, right? Because now they can't identify who else is rich. Uh,
1: All I know is that it's probably going to be the teacher's (laughs) language. And there's going to be a VIP section and it's going to be with a rope. And it's going to be great.
0: Like what if the rich kids only want to hang out with rich kids but you're gonna force them to hang out with the poor? That's not cool, <laughs> is it? That now goes you're... against
1: that goes against my personal beliefs as a rich person.
0: I mean, to combat poverty shaming, what they're really doing is rich people shaming, are they not?
1: Yeah, they're like you're not allowed to flex you're not allowed to showcase your your hard earned dollars.
0: And that is not well, the first not off. The best it's way their parents. It's their parents' hard-earned dollars. That's right, right, right. <laughs> it's the family money because no high school kids just got it like that. Yeah. So, Emron, as a mm-hmm. child who had a very fancy jacket, how would you Sure. <laughs> did you have a nice Fubu jacket?
1: I had a silver Fubu jacket. Yes, I did. Made of it was, real silver.
0: It was made of
1: yeah. Actually, the the silver backs of gorillas. <laughs> 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 but only the backs.
0: Yeah, like when you – like high school is a time of very insecure, very – what's that word I'm trying to figure out here? Like you don't know who you are yet. You're trying to figure it, it out. Yeah. And so it, you try a bunch of stupid shit. Uh, like you flex, you peacock, you stunt. Mm-hmm. Just to, because you don't know your own human worth yet. So you have to buy material things to hide it. <laughs> and you figure it out later. <laughs> so that's the way you can like – Okay, here's the thing. Like if you're if you're a natural dork, right? Yeah. And you're you're more prone to being bullied, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're a rich dork, you can hide some of that with Canada Goose and Montclair, right?
1: <laughs> agreed, <laughs> agreed. But now when the teachers
0: <laughs> take this away from you, now you don't have the armor. People are going to know that you're a dork and then you get get bullied. So <laughs>
1: You know what this it, this really affects this really affects the DJ Khaleds of the world.
0: This is a DJ
1: Khaled problem. This is a young DJ Khaled problem, which means this is a future Assad problem, and we need to solve it.
0: But when the ban was ena- uh, enacted, um, evidently people put some thought into it. The administrators. Mm-hmm. Um, They reached out, and it was overwhelmingly welcomed by the vast majority of parents.
1: Yeah, because they can't afford those goddamn
0: (laughs) jackets. Yeah, here's another thing, all right? Like, when your kids uh, shame you for being poor, that... Causes you to work harder. (laughs) Does it not? (laughs) If you want the best for your kids and your kids getting bullied for being poor, then as a parent you want to protect your child, so you're gonna go out, you're gonna put in that OT so you can get your kid that jacket. (laughs) Therefore, you raise your own individual income to make your family better. So Sounds
1: sounds like a war on Christmas, bro.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a war on hype and I'm not for it. So, Emron, how do you feel about this?
1: Uh, You know, 46% of the students' parents agreed with this, which means 51% didn't. Oh. Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting to see that that still moved forward. But I think it's because it's, like, mostly disadvantaged kids. But that being said, I am an American. I live in America. I think you should be able to wear whatever you want.
0: That's right. What Like...
1: Except for Canada goose jackets. Fuck that shit. Wait, why? (laughs) Because we only wear American stuff. Oh, okay. That is made in China, okay? It has to say America, American geese, (laughs) which would be the most evil of jackets. (laughs) The second you get close to the jacket, it just starts yelling at you.
0: Oh, it's uh, made from the same goose that it's used to make (laughs) fagua. (laughs) <laughs> that only is your carcass used to, to fatten up fat Americans but the feathers <laughs> is going to be used to stuff the jackets of yeah. their uh, privileged spoiled rich kids yeah <laughs> and, the, uh,
1: and the ones who aren't smart enough to to be used for faurois are just used <laughs> as down <laughs> they'll be like you little slow you in the down pile let's go
0: Okay. oh my goodness Oh, so but <laughs> uh, on the real, how do you feel about it? Uh, I get, I get it?
1: what they're, I get what they're trying to do, but it's okay. also like, I, I don't know. I feel like they are bigger problems. Do you? I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I just feel like trying to be like, hey, these jackets are too expensive for people to be wearing at school, and it makes everybody else feel bad. Can you not wear these expensive jackets? I think it's something you can ask, but not enforce.
0: Right. Uh, I mean, you can always force everybody to wear the same uniform like a dictatorship, like in Russia, where everybody has to wear those goofy hats. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds really fucking communist to me. It really does. It's a very kind of socialist thing where it's like, hey, let's all make each other feel good by stifling our individuality. Yeah
1: man, life is full of inequality. Like it's better that they learn and accept it now than be shocked later
0: on in life. Exactly. Just prepare children. Like listen, you're you feel bad? Well, there's a way out of it. Uh, study hard.
1: There's always an expensive coat that I can't buy. Oh. Okay. In my life there's just it's every year it's something
0: new. Or if it really upsets you, just beat up the kid who has the Canada goose jacket <laughs> and you know, take it.
1: Or work hard and get money so you can pay to go to a different school where you can wear your jacket
0: or work hard get money hire somebody to steal the jacket for you that way people can't trace it directly to you Ooh. that's the real smart way to do it i'm not nice. promoting crime by the way this is all hypothetical i i am promoting
1: crime do that <laughs>
0: <laughs> how would you feel about a school uh, enacting this ban Would you do you care enough about it if you had a kid you would go down to the school and raise hell
1: um, I feel like it depends. Like, if it was like a jacket that was extra thick, okay, and like it was keeping my kid warm,
0: yeah, you know what you- I mean. Like,
1: it, like it had like a like an actual function. They're like, well, this is still too fancy, and I'm like, this has like thermalite or whatever in it. It like redirects three times your body heat, so the jacket doesn't have to be as big. No, I'm not doing that. Like that would make sense to me, but if it's just like. It just says Tommy Hilfiger on the front. It's like, fucking get that out of here. Nobody cares.
0: How would you feel if your kid asked you for a $600 jacket? I'd be like,
1: yo, uh, it's time for you to get a job and deliver papers. (laughs) And (laughs) the kid's going to be like, nobody delivers papers anymore. And I'd be like, well, you know what? I still want you to go outside and deliver papers that people don't want. (laughs) And then after you deliver 10 packs of those, we can have a discussion about starting an allowance program. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I would not, I would not buy them a six hundred dollars jacket. Did you remember asking your parents for any ridiculous article of clothing? Um, I guess my first Nikes. Okay, uh, I remember my dad
1: was like, "Yo, you need to understand these are sixty dollars," and I was like, "Okay." He's like, "No, they're sixty dollars. That's a lot of money," and I was like, "Fine." and then i had a growth spurt and i grew out of it <laughs> like but two still- months later i still tried to stick my feet in like i tried to like crunch my toes and then i went up to my dad i was like i'm sorry i don't fit in them anymore and he just stared at me like this cold dead stare that i still remember and haunts me to this day and that i have copied and learned and i look forward to impressing upon my
0: children later on you know what's hilarious that you cho- you tried to force your feet into the shoes where i thought it was your dad who would force your feet into the shoes. <laughs> like he would cut out the back heel so that you could still slide your feet into it.
1: you know it'd be funnier if he cuts the front of the toe and be like yo they're sandals now yeah. go on get out get what about you did you ever have anything like that do you all ever time, want something
0: i ask yeah. for things all the time and i would always get a no
1: what was uh what was the one thing that you wanted the most
0: as a kid? It was just everything. Uh PlayStation, Nintendo, video game space, primarily comic books. I just want everything. I remember I wanted an NWO shirt because remember when those are hot? Oh yeah. NW uh, red or NW white? Red man, red. Okay. Wolfpack. Uh okay. but my mom wouldn't get it for me because she's like, red is a gang color. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a gang and shoot you. I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> So I understand your logic, mom, but also, no, that's not how it works. But you can't, I couldn't convince her. You know what? I have poor salesmanship. <laughs> now that's the thing about it. I if you ask yeah. for something all the time and failed, yeah. how are you in sales right now? <laughs> I, I couldn't sell her on it. I could sell my mom on uh, allowing me to join the wolf pack.
1: <laughs> but you utilize those skills now. Yeah.
0: So you've
1: you've learned on your mother, and now that you now you succeed in other ways.
0: But you know what it did motivate me to do is get a job as soon as I could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I worked at the lunch line in school. Okay, like you would work uh, like maybe two hours, uh, serving other kids' lunches, and you would get paid minimum wage. But hey, that was my own money that I used to I don't know buy dumb shit. It's like I have nothing to show for all that money I made.
1: (laughs) Like, I don't don't feel like this jacket thing actually helps the poor. I feel like it penalizes the rich.
0: It does. It's a rich person tax. And it's just going to make the rich people even saltier, and they're just going to bully the poor kids even harder. Yeah. It's like, I'm cold, and I can't flex because of you.
1: You know what though? They probably they'll flex in other ways. They'd be like, "Look at my Apple Watch." Look yeah, at my, yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll yeah. flex with other stuff. There's always ways to flex. Yeah, you could flex with candy back then.
0: Yeah, even if you have to wear like all black, there's ways to you know <laughs> wear fancy silk. I don't know what's expensive, <laughs> like Gucci black shirts. Like, hey, this is my six hundred dollar Gucci socks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you wearing, Haynes? you peasant. <laughs> And you yeah. know who the rich kids are, and you know yeah. who the poor kids are. You know how it, I, I used to know how my friends were rich by how many video game consoles they had at their house? Oh, nice. Because I remember my friend, he would have always have all the systems, yeah. like the latest shit, too, and all the cool accessories. And I would always be like one or two <laughs> generations behind. <laughs> so I never invited people over to my house. I always wanted to go to my friend's house.
1: Oh, that's kind of sad, bro.
0: Well, it saved I mean, it's always fun to go to a friend's house.
1: Yeah, that is true. And That's
0: it's true. always fun to play with their shit <laughs> and then leave. <laughs> yeah, that well, you know, you, no, it's always sad when you have to leave you because you want to keep playing. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then you're like beholden to like your friend and how he wants to play. And if he gets mad at you, he's like, "Well, I don't. You can't play my video games anymore." I said, like, "All right, whatever. That's <laughs> fine."
1: What kind of bitch ass friends did you have growing up? <laughs>
0: Kids are <laughs> listen. Kids are sensitive. And kids are mean. That's why we have bands on jackets. <laughs> kids are mean. They're gonna find a way to bully. <laughs> okay? I want to. I want to know who the parent is that started this. <laughs> like lacing their kids in Montclair. No, and who is YouTube. just like this is getting out of hand. <laughs> Like the like the dad who's wearing the target jacket?
1: Yeah, like I feel like the jacket was the
0: last straw. And I wanna know what were the straws before that. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the kid kept asking him, I was like, hey dad, can I get supreme? <laughs> like, no. <you> <laughs> Alright, fuck this. Alright. the I'm fuck you this- need a crowbar for? What the fuck do you need a brick? I I can just take, get a brick and write Supreme on it.
1: Be like, it's not the same thing. What the fuck you mean? It's not the
0: same thing. So I bought you a mini bike, and you were <laughs> you were ungrateful. It's like it wasn't a Supreme mini bike. It's like fuck <laughs> it. That's it. I'm shutting this down.
1: So I hate diamonds. I I don't like the whole business. I've always felt it is like extremely problematic. And so a long time ago, I heard that they've been making um like lab machined diamonds. Mm -hmm. And recently, China's labs have grown diamonds that you can't tell the difference between them and real diamonds on a microscopic
0: level. Hilarious that it's Chinese and you can't tell the difference.
1: (laughs) 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 Boom! Five stars, ladies and gentlemen. Five stars. So anyway, um, so they look exactly like the same thing. So as a result, De Beers is now trying to start a college program, essentially. Who are these companies? So De Beers is like the head diamond company. So like oh. any, any commercial that you see on TV or the radio, it's always, they're the so, umbrella corporation that owns everything.
0: So every kiss begins with K. Yeah, um, all that stuff. Okay.
1: Uh, Tiffany. Tiffany. Um, maybe, I don't know about Tiffany, but I know, uh, Kay Jewelers is part of De Beers. Okay. So, so yeah, they're trying to figure out, and, and this is a business I think that the millennials should destroy. I've always felt that like just diamond prices are ridiculous. And once we get to the point that we can make them in labs and they're almost exactly the same, then all of these people don't have to die in these mines and we can use all these diamonds on new tools like space age tools and stuff so uh i i want the i want the diamond business to die i don't i don't see a reason for it what about the jobs emran
0: the mining jobs (laughs) the african mining jobs why do you hate miners (laughs) you hate coal miners you hate (laughs) diamond miners you hate what other kind of miners are there gold miners (laughs) Minor miners. <laughs> yeah, you hate miners. <laughs> <laughs> you hate underage children, miners.
1: Yeah, those are the worst. <laughs> their hands are so small they can't grab as much coal as everybody else. God damn them. Their yeah, they're shitty wearing, jackets.
0: Yeah, they're <laughs> always complaining about getting their jackets dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like that jacket was six hundred dollars. I know it has more than two pockets that you could put coal into, you little fuck. <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh, so you hate diamonds. Yeah. My problem yeah. with diamonds is uh, the prices are always artificially inflated because yeah. they're not as rare as people think they are. They're really not. You think there's like 10 of them in existence, but there's a lot of diamonds all over the world and there's no, people don't really have any practical news for them other than to trick a bitch into marrying you. Yep. Cause like outside of weddings and engagements what are diamonds what's the diamond's second primary use we use them
1: as tools so they can be used as cutting tools they can uh-huh. be used in like um some space age materials that we can use for its like refra- uh, refractive properties mm-hmm. um so it's like there's a lot of stuff that we can use it on and once it becomes cheaper it becomes easier for it to be more readily available to be put into everything else you know what i mean Hilarious.
0: Chinese are so good at counterfeiting. (laughs) It's like if
1: diamonds are super cheap, then we can start putting them in other things and then finding out what else they can do.
0: Okay. So once the market for diamonds uh, tank, right? Yeah. So let's hypothesize that this happens. Mm -hmm. What replaces diamonds in the eyes of uh, rich consumers? Like, do you start proposing to women with Canada goose jackets?
1: Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't you know, I really don't understand why proposals need to be so
0: uh grand. You know what I mean? I know. And it's like even harder now more... with Instagram because now you have to have those flash mob proposals. Yeah. Or at least a photographer on hand. Which means that you got to find
1: somebody with the DSLR and pay them sixty dollars an hour to do something that you could do. People are really <laughs> like
0: people online are really raising the stakes with these proposals. It's
1: crazy, man, and it's just I feel like it would make more sense to do that with breakups.
0: Oh, to like go over the top with breakups. Would you give a woman a diamond and break up with her? Do you think that will ease ease the transition?
1: No, I. I would probably give her some radioactive sludge. She'd be like, excuse me, this is toxic. And I'd be like, yeah. Just like this relationship. (laughs) I'm out. Also, we both have radiation poisoning.
0: (laughs) Also, everybody, look into the camera. Please like this video on Instagram.
1: (laughs) uh, And then the black bar show up above me and says, how to poorly break up with your girlfriend. (laughs)
0: what was my original question oh yeah what uh substitutes for diamonds because it's not like the the demand for something precious goes away yeah you know what i mean it's like once diamonds tank and they're worth you know like a dollar yeah i when they go from like three months salary to an hour's worth of uh minimum wage then something has to replace it i mean so if that's gonna happen you might as well just keep diamonds where it is
1: no, I feel like we could use them scientifically. So I kind of want to let them go. And I also want to see what comes next. So my my main thing has always been like if the whole point of the diamond was to showcase how much you're investing in into your relationship. Is right? that
0: really true? No.
1: I don't know. I'm making this up as I go along. Yeah, I was I, like cuz think... it was always 3 months of your salary, so that right. is a that is a dollar amount. And so you're always investing three months of your salary into something and giving it as a trust to this person.
0: Not necessarily. I don't think so.
1: I'm just I trying think, to think of one way of looking at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like a diamond ring loses like something stupid, like 80% of its value once it's cut and put into a band and given to some woman.
1: Yeah, it like falls. I forgot the depreciation amount. I think it's like fifty percent. Like once it walk, yeah. Once you walk out of the store, it's like worse than a car. <laughs> it's, it's worth a bitcoin, is how much. It's worth.
0: <laughs> but it's something stupid. Uh, so pawn shops are just littered with engagement rings. Yeah, uh, that you know some scientists if you wanted to can just go clean up <laughs> but like i don't know like you keep saying like, i want these scientific applications like what scientific applications are being held back with a lack of diamond supplies right now
1: i'm not entirely sure i know that like you can make alloys out of diamonds so like, you can actually make um like a pipe or a tube out of a diamond itself and i don't i don't like here's the thing i don't know how this can be used all I know is that once it's cheaper, we can start sticking into shit, and then we'll figure it out. Uh-huh. But because it's because it's such a high bar of entry, nobody really wants to invest in it until they're a hundred percent positive.
0: What makes you think that the diamond industry doesn't just buy this patent and shut it down?
1: Because oh, it's China. <laughs> <laughs> Good old China. (laughs) China's not going to go for that. Do you think China's going to go for that? They're gonna, they'll take the patent money and then they'll still keep making it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck. They really don't. They really don't. You can say,
1: you can say whatever you want about them. They have been nothing but consistent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They do not give a fuck about contracts or copyright. Nah, man. They they bootleg the physical entity of the diamond. (laughs) <laughs> uh, how come India's not doing that shit?
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. They're probably trying to figure out how to build Bitcoin.
0: <laughs> Question, why is India so behind China in slave labor?
1: I have no idea, my dude. Like you, guys uh, have- I feel, you know what I think it is? I think it's because the Chinese are raised with the mentality to be uh, loyal to China above everything else. Whereas in India, you can still be whatever you are.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Is it a, because China, China is a authoritarian government and they can make people do it? Whereas India touts it's the world's biggest democracy, so there's some semblance of human rights? Yeah. I let's, see. Let's say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> And if we're wrong,
1: let us know in the comments. When you give us five stars, yeah.
0: Like I'm very curious as to why India is behind China in manufacturing. Like it should really be up there. You guys have the people power.
1: Yeah, maybe we don't have the space.
0: No, you guys have the space, and you guys have the lack of compassion for human lives.
1: I, I really don't know, man. I don't know enough about Indian politics and shit like that. I really I don't, man.
0: No, like, I understand India has democracy, but they will exploit their own people.
1: Oh, like, yeah, that, absolutely. That, that's
0: absolutely. not stopping them. So I'm just curious why China is a industrial powerhouse and India is kind of lagging behind.
1: Well, I don't – I want to see what India manufactures. What does it primarily manufacture? Saffron. Okay. Uh, spices yeah
0: you guys guys still have spices on lock
1: they don't really make like china makes a lot of stuff
0: right why doesn't india make stuff
1: i don't know i know that it can become a manufacturing capital of the world but i don't know right now i see i feel like China has always been the hardware base, whereas India has been software.
0: Nah, that's not true either. I mean, you know, it I sounds so? it sounds flowery from your part yeah. to uh, uplift your people like that. I respect, sure. but that's not true either. <laughs> I can't. You name me one piece of Indian software. Uh, I'm gonna say Android. <laughs> okay. Like the, like the people developing the software yeah a lot like of the people bases like are programming in, yeah, but like they're not creating the software
1: I mean you're still programming it on what to do
0: huh but and you think the Indians are ahead of the Chinese in that regard
1: i I know that they're more software focused okay than they are hardware focused okay because that's I know China does most of the electronics manufacturing, whereas a lot of the software and stuff is done in Bangalore. But I think
0: I think China has an equal amount of. I know that like China's trying to change that. Yeah. I know they're trying to change that right now. I think China also has a lot of um, software engineers. I'm huh. sure they
1: do, man. Because um, I I have been breathing their air for the last couple of days, <laughs> so I know uh,
0: I know they're around here. Yeah. Next time you're around an Indian person who's like about India, yeah, who has Alaska. Who has more pride than you do? <laughs> uh, just ask, hey, how come uh, how come we're not exploiting our people to the right way like China is
1: you got it, man. Uh, I'll put that on my <laughs> list of things to ask
0: Speaking of um human rights violations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Cambodian
0: genocide Cambodian genocide. Uh, So, two members of the Khmer Rouge who committed genocide in Cambodia back in the 1970s, early 80s, uh, are being tried for human rights violation, crimes against humanity, in a tribunal. Um, Now, the two people whose name don't really matter (laughs) uh, are 87 and 92 years old. Whoa. Okay. So my question is: Is like okay, you caught them, you're gonna bring them to justice, but they're 87 and 92. Like, how much? Like, even if you execute them immediately, mm-hmm. you're you're killing an 87 and a 92 year old. Like, is that would that feel like an empty sense of closure to you? You know, what I'm yeah, saying?
1: I mean, it. it is a little bit, you know, because they are old and they essentially got away with it. Uh huh. And but, at this point, uh, like
0: they're 87 and 92. Like, is it still worth it to I, punish
1: them? I think it's important to punish them so you make a point. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, they're old, but they what they did was wrong. And when you do something wrong, you still have to pay. I see. So, yes. So, yeah, it's like the same thing with Cosby Uh uh-huh cosby should still be in jail for what he did even though he's old and it's he's probably gonna die in a year Uh it doesn't matter
0: okay so what do you think the punishment for genocide for an 87 and 92 year old should be like do you execute them and just end their lives or do you or do you try to keep them alive as long as possible there's there's two
1: parts of me that want to answer this question
0: there's always two parts of you to want to answer that question. I'm so
1: I, I'm going to say, realistically, I think we should just put him in jail and then let them die out there. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, it is a... um. It It's not as satisfying, but that's the most that we can do. And then the other answer, I was like, well, if you really want them to feel pain and sorrow, you could kill their children. Damn. But I don't think that's right. I'm just trying to think of like how if you want to inflict the same amount of emotional damage, that's the only thing I can think of, but I don't think that's a right.
0: Yeah. Is that a right way
1: moving forward? Yeah. It's not justice. I don't, if what you want is the emotional weight, a pep for like pound for pound, I think that's what you have to do, but I don't think that's correct at all.
0: Do you make them write an essay as to what they did was wrong?
1: I bet you (laughs) my last dollar that neither of them know how to use a computer. Okay.
0: I've met like it, but okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I mean they can write an essay. I don't I don't really care to hear about them. I I don't want to give them the chance of redemption. I Like you me, don't want to hu-
0: humanize them in any way?
1: Absolutely not. You're a monster. I don't want care why you did what
0: you did. What you did was wrong and that's all that matters. Oh, you want to keep them a monster. Yeah. Like what's the point of keeping them a monster? because i think if you humanize them then you that's more teachable to future generations it's like hey these were human beings that did this to other human beings as opposed to you keep them a monster then people be like yeah that doesn't affect me in any way
1: it's i agree with what you're saying but when i'm when i'm trying to i guess what i'm trying to say is like with the essay i i don't think that solves anything uh huh like even if they learn their lesson They were caught in the end. It's not like they came forward
0: and turned themselves in. How about you put them in a prison where everybody else has Canada goose jackets? (laughs) (laughs) No, I would put them
1: in the jail with the goose, with the geese. All right. (laughs) To let them know. And they're going to get picked on. They're going to get beaten the shit out of. the geese are fucking geese? mean. They're mean. And I'm just assuming Canada is colder. So the fucking geese there are even meaner. So this dude is fucked. He's probably never seen a geese. A goose. Whatever.
0: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't
1: like goose. I don't like geese. Whatever. Same difference.
0: Uh, Yeah, according to this article, they said that um, this brings – it's not a satisfying closure to uh, punish these guys, but it does help people kind of move on Mm -hmm. from that trying period. And I always – like, when you revisit history, um, I was – like, when you look into what happened during World War II with the Holocaust, Like Hitler Mm -hmm. killed himself, right? Yeah, to escape, uh, quote unquote, being captured and tried in a tribunal, but like he was gonna die either way. Yeah. So whether he shot himself or someone shot him, like that's not going to bring any. Like that's not satisfying. Like I wouldn't find that any, any way satisfying.
1: How? What would you find satisfying?
0: I don't. I don't think there would a anything that could be satisfying you know because it's like hey that's some shit right there like that's going to affect me and future generations forever Uh, nothing you can do to this person is going to take those scars away you know but you do load them into a cannon and shoot them into the ocean (laughs) (laughs) because I want that person far away from me but like that person's death or that person being in jail doesn't do nothing for me
1: yeah you know, like uh, the damage like, is already done.
0: Right. Like I think about um, people who steal from me. Okay. Like I, I've had my car broken into, like everybody else, several times, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like the sense of security that I lose never comes back. Uh, like the things that I've lost, I've replaced, uh, but it's not it, 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 it's not the same. And mm-hmm. even if they caught the suspect and they sent that person to jail, I I have like some compassion. For it's like, well, this person's probably gonna go to jail now. He's gonna have a rough time. He's gonna come out and be even more eager to steal because now that person's gonna have a harder time finding a job, and they're just gonna be desperate again, right? And that cycle kind of continues. So, uh, the I suppose like the only thing that could be satisfying is to rehabilitate that person somehow. Uh, and then you kill them because <laughs> once they find a a life truly worth living it's like okay then you take it away Now you snatch it <laughs> like you know like the person who stole from me uh, I want them to have a good life and then the, like have the government conspire with me it's like okay that's his car all right <laughs> I smash his window steal his shit and then he goes <laughs> He knows that pain. Like, he'll feel it more. It's like, True. and now I have his shit. So, that's pretty sweet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Full circle, man. I, I would actually. That's
0: closure, right? A circle.
1: That is, that is a level of closure. Yeah. That yeah. is, it, I guess it's understandable. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, you, you throw a guy in jail. It's like, okay, whoop de doo. Like, more yeah. meat for the grinder. Like, now the system is a system. Uh, that's no fun. Mm-mm. That doesn't do anything for me.
1: Mm-mm. I want I wanna adopt his child and raise it. And then when yeah. it's in middle school, buy it an expensive goose jacket that I steal <laughs> and then desert his child in the cold. <laughs> that is justice. That is the sweet, sweet nectar of justice.
0: Sweet nectar of pettiness. <laughs> Maybe that's what I want more than justice. I just want pettiness. <laughs> That is who you are. Yeah. Lean in, David. <laughs> Lean in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, my bad. I thought I was looking for justice. No, I, I wasn't. I was just looking for just petty revenge. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Sorry I misled those.
1: <laughs> Speaking of heroes, did you see that there will be a Pokemon detective movie?
0: That's a weird trailer if you guys haven't seen. <laughs> Go. Google Pokemon detective Pikachu
1: or just Pokemon detective and look at it. And it's so
0: weird. Ryan Reynolds is playing Pikachu. Yeah. That's a odd choice for Pikachu. Cause Pikachu is such a cute character and Ryan Reynolds attractive man, but not the voice that I would picture for Pikachu.
1: Yeah, well, who would you picture for
0: Pikachu? I was expecting that question to come as soon as I made that statement and <laughs> you put me on the spot. Oh, I want dry butter. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Scottish accent <laughs> on my Pikachu. I don't know. Don't you think Pikachu should have like some maybe some kind of Japanese accent?
1: Yeah, or, like, I was thinking more of a Kevin Hart type.
0: Oh, yeah, Kevin Hart could work, because he played a rabbit, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Someone small and diminutive. Yeah. That's a good choice. Kevin Hart would be... But then he'd be all sassy and stuff.
1: Yeah, that would be kind of annoying. Uh, maybe, or it would make more sense that he was The Rock. The Rock did its voice, because you would think it's cutesy, and then the, the voice gives you
0: the uh, the image of power. Um. I'm having a little rock fatigue right now, to be honest.
1: So am I, but I'm still just trying to think of <laughs> who else is out there. I don't really know the names of a lot of actors and actresses anymore.
0: Also, was Pikachu always a boy? I don't know. I never assigned Pikachu a gender. I thought it was just like an electric monster. Rat. Oh, yeah, rad. <laughs> but... <laughs> Wait, did you do you remember being caught up in the Pokemon wave?
1: No, I never was. That was my brother's wave.
0: Really? Yeah. Blue? Red? meant nothing to you? Nothing. Were your friends playing it? No. No? What? Where were you in 1998? Saudi Arabia. Oh. There were no Game Boys in Saudi Arabia?
1: No, the people had Game Boys. It's just we didn't, I didn't, I didn't fuck with uh, Pokemon.
0: Were other kids playing it?
1: Some of them were, I just wasn't.
0: Okay. Were you just too busy capturing Saudi journalists?
1: (laughs) You got to catch them all, bro. You got to catch them all. (laughs) You hurt me and I end you.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. You didn't watch the cartoons or anything? Like that Mm -hmm. whole thing just skipped your childhood.
1: Yeah, I caught like a couple episodes here and there, and that was it.
0: Yo, this is why I know Indian people really aren't Asian.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I saw the first movie in the theater, but that was because my brother wanted to see it. And you hated it. I I just thought it was the first time I had seen a movie with children in the audience. It was a very interesting experience. Uh,
0: Excuse me? Like as a someone who's a little bit older, watching a movie with children in the audience is that? Yeah, what you meant? yeah. yeah. yeah okay. What? What did it so, sound like? It sounded like you were uh, six uh, six year old watching The Godfather or something. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your first time walking into a movie theater where there are kids your age, and it's like, what the fuck is going on here?
1: <laughs> no, it was all it was a theater full of little kids.
0: So right. like any t- any they say something, they'd
1: be like, wow. And I, Wait, how old were before. you when
0: you were in 1998? How old are you? Like 16? Oh, really?
1: Yeah, because uh, oh. 2001, I graduated high school in 2000.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, so that's two That's, years that's, before that's that. fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I was in middle school when Pokemon hit, and it hit hard. Yeah? And it was another one of those things where it's like, if you didn't have it, then you might as well kill yourself. Because <laughs> everybody had it. It was like yeah, uh, it. It's how do I put this? Imagine like there is. Um, no, a, I saw the a, mania.
1: I saw the mania when I used to come and visit.
0: It's like I didn't even know I wanted Pokemon until everybody had Pokemon, and it's like I knew I had to have Pokemon. I didn't even know what it was. I just and how much
1: to- better would it have been for your mom. To have Pokemon banned from the school, <laughs> then she doesn't have to spend any pokey money on any of that pokey bullshit.
0: Yeah, she doesn't have to spend uh, eighty nine dollars on the Game Boy, and she doesn't mm-hmm. have to spend uh, probably forty dollars on the cartridge. And then I needed the accessories, the cable, so I can trade Pokemon and battle Pokemon. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a lot. Parents are right to ban all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like From a parent, I can understand. I'd say, yeah, ban everything. Ban
1: everything. I can ban- imagine at the PTA conference where they're like, bro, I'm not buying a $600 jacket.
0: You guys just can't wear them anymore, okay? This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. If I was a parent, I'd be like, ban capitalism in public school because <laughs> right? I want, can't afford
1: the shit. You want my middle school child to wear an iPad, Pro? Go fuck yourself. That's the TV money. That's as much money as you could buy a TV on Black Friday.
0: So, you never got caught up in any type of hype?
1: No. Damn. Not not the Pokémon. I guess the Ninja Turtle stuff when I was a kid and that was about it. Not Power Rangers hype? <clears throat> Power Rangers a little bit. Like oh, it. and there was that one thing that happened uh later. I wasn't on board with it, but it kind of affected everything. Wrestling? 911?
0: 9/11 hype? You got caught. You got caught up in the 9/11 hype. I, I got I got caught in
1: America's 9/11 hype afterwards. Who <laughs> was very, it was very different for me. The whole time I was like, "Yo, can we just? Is there like a a jacket we could ban? <laughs> How about America... a vest? How about a vest? Can we just bomb vests? I mean, ban vests. And that's,
0: and that's when America went. Gotta catch them all. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I want to be the very
1: best uh,
0: that's wow even to this day you, you don't really seem to Ah, uh, I don't know if you really move to your own the beat of your own drum but I don't really view you as someone who gets caught up in trendy things either it's fascinating fascinating keep going going. i'm
1: i'm confused what do you mean i don't get caught up in trends
0: no like you're not a you're not a trend person no definitely not but like you're not you're not a contrarian person either you know what i'm saying because like Uh -uh. some people get caught up on trends because it's the easy thing to do and i get that i'm very susceptible to that and then there are people who just view trends as like i'm not gonna do that because that's bullshit so you're just a sheep. Like, I don't view you as a person like that either. You're just like, I like what I like.
1: Yeah. And anything else is effort and effort. You don't want it. You don't want to put in effort. It's too much effort.
0: <laughs> you're like, I, I like what I like. And what I like is cheap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I like is a a level stuff at B level prices. That's that's who I am. That's my range. But I'm like, not. I'm not the guy who's gonna buy the jacket. I'm gonna buy the jacket when it's on clearance.
0: But here's the thing: like, I don't even think you necessarily would buy the jacket when it's on clearance. Like, yeah, because it's like, six
1: hundred dollars. The fuck out of here.
0: Yeah, like on clearance, it's probably like two hundred dollars, and you're like, nah. I think somewhere out there, there's a two hundred dollars jacket that's fifty dollars right now, and <laughs> I want that jacket.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, man! It's all about the art of the deal. But I know you're saying this to mock me, but I'm just leaning <laughs> in, man. That is who I am
0: <laughs> no i'm trying I'm trying to figure out all the other popular things because I always assume that most kids get caught up with something, and you're you seem to be that one kid who seemed to be above it all, but not in a cool way.
1: I was just like, i I'm just trying to get to college, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was me in high school. I was like, I'm just trying to get to
0: college. <laughs> but you didn't have like a rough childhood either right no it wasn't super rough it wasn't super easy but
1: i didn't get beat like some of my other friends uh-huh as badly like my parents didn't have um depression what's <laughs> <laughs> that other thing that my my friend's parents have uh bipolar disorders <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's very easy to keep it in check when you see somebody like that close by and it's not you you're like oh my god man.
0: yo okay separate thing but i do uh-huh. feel like and it's A difficult thing to communicate but i do feel like some people right now are more mentally ill than they actually are because it might be popular
1: oh you think there's a lot of people jumping on the on that train
0: well here's the thing it's like mental illness has always been stigmatized so no one ever came out and said they're mentally ill Mm -hmm. But now that those walls are coming down, everybody's coming out and expressing, I have anxiety. I have depression. Right. And it just seems like too many people. I agree. I feel that
1: way all the time. I'm just like, how the fuck does
0: everybody have anxiety? If you have
1: anxiety and the only thing that can help you
0: is a dog, stay home. (laughs) It's like, okay, everybody has anxiety, but they're kind of hyping it up a little bit just so that uh, it's people who kind of enjoy the attention that you get. When you're a victim, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, yeah. I also feel like anxiety gets you out of a lot of work. And you know, you can say, "Oh, like I'm sorry." Like when you're a person of color, you can say you've been oppressed. Like you as a Muslim person, it's like, yeah. oh like after 9-11, 11 uh, America shat on me." And then if you don't, if you're not a Muslim person or a person of color, you can be like, "Well, I have mental illness. I have anxiety, and that's always been with me." And then that kind of equalizes a little bit. Oh, you think anxiety is the great equalizer? I think people are kind of pimping the oppression a little bit. You know? Like, oh, absolutely.
1: Hey, Everybody has a victim mentality right now. It's disgusting.
0: It is. It very much is. Yeah. Uh, and like,
1: like I said, there's a lot of times I'll go to shows and then I'll see two or three comics who will not do well. And they go, oh, this audience sucks. And then somebody will do well. And they go, oh, I guess it was just my anxiety. And it's like, no, man, you gotta be better. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, maybe also, your anxiety, but also like your jokes aren't that great.
0: <laughs> but I also see in stand up where if you're a comic who talks about mental illness, people will, there's a little bit more heat behind that. Yeah because I what I've noticed as an Asian male comic, the more adjectives you have associated with you the the more people will wanna fuck with you. So if I were like an Asian transgender queer comic who has mental illness, people are like, "Oh, fuck, I want to hear that person's story, uh, yeah, maybe. Because then there's you you feel like oh mental illness that's so it's just so brave that people are talking about mental illness right now it's like how do you how does how has that affected your life and what stories can you tell to help people overcome their uh, stigma and their kind of reserves reservations to address their mental illness because I think I I wouldn't describe myself as someone who has anxiety like mm-hmm. i feel there are times where i feel anxious yeah but uh, i'm not i don't have anxiety and i just want to i just want to know because i do feel like some people who do feel anxious they 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 misdiagnose themselves it's like oh i feel anxious right now therefore i must have anxiety oh my god i'm mentally ill right like they misdiagnose themselves mm-hmm. or they just see it Uh, it's like the Montclair jacket. It's like, oh, shit, everybody has a Montclair jacket? I want a Montclair jacket. Everybody has mental illness? I want mental illness.
1: Yeah, I think think you're right. I I really do feel like there's a lot of people who are jumping on the bandwagon. And I'm just... At this point, I'm just happy that other people are trying to listen to other stories, but I cannot wait for this current wave to go away.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, parents need to ban mental illness from... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> from high school. No <laughs> well, David. It's that's that easy. Wolves. That's It's that easy. Hey, you want to end mass shooting, just have a PGA where it's like, okay, mental illness is now banned from schools. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Uh, as always, you can uh, follow us on our shared Instagram at the Bad Asian Show, uh, mm-hmm. as well as www.TheBadAsianShow.com. Uh, you follow Emran at Emran the G, myself at David Nguyen, spell N G U um, Y E N. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Leave us a nice comment, and we have a live and, show. Go ahead. Yeah, that's
1: right. We have a live show in December.
0: December twelfth. Uh, yeah, December twelfth. Saturday, December 12th, uh, we're part of SketchFest. So go – I believe tickets are available now. You go on sfsketchfest.com.
1: No, uh, sorry. December 12th is the Wednesday. Oh. So we're in SketchFest in January.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. January 12th. My my mistake. Yeah. All right. January January 12th. 12th. And
1: December 12th. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Go on uh – okay. That's cool. Oh, wait, no. Okay, yeah. So go on um, sfsketchrest.com for all your ticket information. Mm-hmm. Get the tickets now because they do go fast. And it's going to be a cool venue too. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be a great lineup.
1: And David will be back and he will be co-hosting. So Yeah, right. I'm going to go
0: back to the Bay for uh, a quick day. Uh, and then, um, yeah, the setup on December 12th. Uh, under St. Mark's Theater in New York on December 9th. Emron, anything else you want to plug? Um,
1: Have a happy Thanksgiving, y'all.
0: Enjoy have a happy your,
1: Yeah, enjoy your time with your folks or your family. And if they drive you crazy, just say you have anxiety and excuse yourself.
0: <laughs> or say, hey, I have a Montclair jacket. You guys ain't shit. Either way. It works. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like we were shitting on people who have anxiety, and we're just shitting on people who pretend to have anxiety.
0: <laughs> but we are praising people who have Montclair jackets. Yeah, I don't that them. is true.
1: That is true. We yeah, are yeah. definitely pro-rich here. Yeah,
0: if you have a Montclair jacket, a Goose jacket, stay winning. <laughs> we will give you five stars on your yeah. podcast. You stay winning.